Philly, 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 where I am from. You are now tuned into the Philly Culture Podcast, and this is your host, Tadja Morris, the Culture Connector and the founder of Sisters with the Agenda. And we are tuned in with our co-host, Kaima Akbar, the owner of Urban Queens. And we are here to spotlight the creators, the entrepreneurs, the community leaders who have been putting in work across the city of Philadelphia for years now. We are checking in to talk about how growing up in the city of Philadelphia has birthed our hustle. So if you have not subscribed, make sure you go subscribe to all of our channels so you can stay up to date with all of our episodes. Make sure you go back and check out all the episodes and show some love to the city of Philly. All right, we are here for another episode of the Philly Culture Podcast. I am Tangent Morris, the founder of Sisters with the Agenda, your culture connection, and the co-host of the Philly Culture Podcast. And I'm here with my co-host. I'm Kaima Akbar, owner and creator at Urban Queens, your positive, courageous, bold, and unique lifestyle promoter and apparel company. And we are here today with our guest, Shazam. Please introduce yourself. Um, hey, what's going on? My name is Shawa Shazam. Most people just call me Shazam. Uh, I am the MC host, uh, event organizer, the brand manager for uh, Somebody Gotta Do It, as well as the event manager for Sandy Hill Event Space. Um, uh, also an executive on Laura's Children's Foundation. Um, it's a nonprofit organization. So I, I, I do a lot. We're going to get into all that. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Um, Ain't congratulations is in order, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what are we congratulating today? Yeah. Um, so I just, like I said, I just recently um, accepted the position as the event manager for um, Sandy Hill Events. It's a really dope event congratulations. space. Congratulations. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Congratulations. So just going to be furthering what I already do. Okay. Um, giving clients the best experience that they deserve. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We got to celebrate over here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shots celebration. of water. <laughs> If, if we if we ain't getting the exclusive, we gonna celebrate. Right. <laughs> we gonna do on the right. on the Philly Culture Podcast. Absolutely, no doubt. So tell us about your upbringing um, in Philly and how it shaped your hustle. You know the culture of Philly, how it shaped your hustle. Um, so I can kind of give you guys a little bit in in like pre-production I was talking about like how I came to Philly so right, I was right. originally, I'm originally I'm still a New Yorker at heart like I'm sorry I still am but, 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 but I have no I have tremendous respect and, and love for Philly too because okay. you know a lot of my, of my milestones are here okay, you know right. like for instance I just got just to have another milestone right um and so like I didn't know I was moving to Philly, and I think I still have that separation anxiety. (laughs) So, um, yeah, talk. Um, So I came to Philly and first lived in Northeast, then lived in, um, you know, Upper Darby, um, went to Upper Darby High School. Um, So first off, like, the moving around kind of helped me, like, be adaptable. Right. It helped me stay constantly adaptable. Um, and then when I went to Upper Darby High, and, like, everyone that's been to Upper Darby High can attest to it, like, it's a melting pot of, right, of people okay. and, right. and, and different cultures and different perspectives and, and just everything. Um, when you first come to Upper Darby, they, you know, they give you the orientation, and they're like, oh, we're the second biggest high school in America, and you're like, all right, bro, come relax, like, calm down. <laughs> but later on, you find out, like, for instance, I graduated in 2010, 
2010's graduating class was 1,200 kids. Oh, wow. Like, oh, yeah, that is it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. High school, right. Like, we had to have our um, graduation at Villanova. Like, that's how big mm, it was. Okay. And it was a long, tedious uh, okay. ceremony. Okay. Um, so, it's just been exposed to a lot of different cultures, a lot of different people. Right. And, you know, it, it helped me. It helped shape me for the world after. Um, to be able to, to just accept people and just like keep an open mind on things and, yeah. and I think that's right. the, I mean I'm, I'm not going to hate even though I am the founder and co-host of the <laughs> Philly Culture Podcast I'll, I'll, it's North Philly against us okay right. um, what's going on because I, I came from South Jersey and was kind of kidnapped and placed and <laughs> drove right into Germantown <laughs> High School. Um, and it's funny because people that know me always say, like, I would never know that you're from Jersey. Right. Uh, like, you're Philly all day. Yeah. I, I, every neighborhood claims me if they from Uptown, Germantown, Brickyard, Somerville, Haines Street. Every every hood cl- right. claims me or I claim myself. Um, my name is written in the blocks at Haines Street. They know. Look for me. <laughs> Look for me. You know, ask about me, or or I'm coming on your block. Um, So you know, and and, but I think that also, like I said, no matter if you was birthed here or if you came here, like you said, it's a part of Philly that births your hustle. Yeah. So what part of the like culture of Philly like was like most important to you? Because you talked about moving around the city, and a lot of our guests, you know, had that experience of being well versed. Like I said, I was well versed. Other than West Philly and South Philly, I was all over Philly. Okay. Um, you know, so for you, how how did that kind of birth you as like a young man? Like I think, and this is something that we starting to get a little bit of a lack of, and I'm really grateful for when I was a kid. But old heads, like OGs, right? You know, real like, OGs, real Not ones. Twenty twenty three OGs. Not the ones that are just like gonna tell <laughs> you what the you real OGs, right? Not the ones that are gonna tell you what you want to hear. Yeah, right, tell you what you need to hear. Right. You know, um, a lot. I had a good amount of them um, yeah. growing up, That's and so working. they, you know, they gave me work ethic, and they, they, mm. they, they were real about you know what's to come. Life, right. And so you know, they just like, and then they also see things in you, and because they see things in you, like they do speak life to you. But right. then they give you it in a way that yo, but it's not sweet out here though. Right. right. Um, you know, and so, like, that anybody from Philly can tell you that, yeah. right? That's me. And then, you know, sitting and, and watching them talk or, or play uh, chess or checkers right. and, and, and mm. just like talking about life and things too. You you see that um, there's way more to them, you know. But insert the circumstance. Yeah, right? like they they you right. could tell like. Life is kicking. Right. They try their best to hide it. Yeah. But life is kicking, but it doesn't mean I got to stay down. Right. Yeah. Most yeah. definitely. Uh, one of our guests was talking about, uh, I think it's Young Bob. Shout out to Young Bob. We are in Hood Cat Studios yes. today. So shout out to Bob. Um, he's one of our sponsors. I mean, he was talking about like the fiends, right? Mm-hmm. And how the fiends was a part of his upbringing. Right. And right. like they were pivotal people, you know, when you think about the old heads because some of them ended up being from circumstances, like you said, life. Right. But once you talk to them and you realize you have a different level of respect for them right. because you know that circumstance of life put them there, but that don't stop them from the knowledge right. and the information that the they may have. I, re- I mean, you know, so 
sorry, we go smoke like Piper. Crack it, you know, AK, but <laughs> they still hustled though. They still want the biggest hustlers. What you talking about? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> they give the word hustle. Right. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. They use the word so, hustle. Yeah. Even watching them, you know, and all its despair that comes with, you right. know, being um, addicted to drugs and stuff like that, they still kept that grind going. Yeah. They yeah. washing cars, fixing yeah. the leak in the roof, doing yeah. something. So and, and, and also taught you like don't don't take don't no for do an right. answer too like that. <laughs> Like, right, hello? walk up to your car trying to wipe the <laughs> window. The I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. No, you could, baby. You could. <laughs> I got and, then, and then you still going to give me that $5. Right. Yeah, and then you do such a good job. Like, they definitely can learn to work ethic. So when you think about, like, when I think about Philly, I think about water ice. I think about cheese steaks. Yeah. I think about drill teams, block parties. For you, what was some of like the staples that um, like kind of stuck Yo, with you that you love about Philly? Philly has so much creativity, mm. like mm-hmm. you know, like just creativity and passion for the arts. Mm. It is it is crazy. It's out of control, and sometimes people like undersell their talent. But then that's because like unfortunately, you know, it, it feels like a crab. Like crabs in the barrel yeah, type, right, right, right. and so like now it's a thing. Like we, me, me and my um my business partner, we talk all the time. Like it was, why is it every time somebody gives somebody a compliment, like, oh why why you on a pipe? Why you on it? Like no, they're dope, right. and they should know they're dope <laughs> right. yeah. because who's gonna tell them they dope? Yeah, and and now it's become a culture to not be able to tell people or compliment people. Nah, like we need to compliment these yeah. people. This, this is such an amazing. Celebrate them before they become right, famous. Before, right. Like, yo, one of my hope, like, sidebar, one of my homies, we grew up in church together. His mm-hmm. name is Friday. He was just on the Grammys. Mm. Like, Shout out to Friday. For, right. for his, um, his <laughs> song with DJ Khaled. Like, yeah. he, you know, he's singing on it. He wrote on it. Like, it's his song. And, you know, DJ Khaled helped produce it. And it's, like we're so proud of him, right. you know, Definitely and it, yeah. It's, it's, but see, it's once like you said, then once they come famous, they from Philly, not no boy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody yeah. gonna claim them yeah. once once they once make they it. Get to a certain um, point, right? And I think we talked about this on one of our other things, uh, our other episodes with Dinkish, mm-hmm. um, and just how Philly has a bunch of celebrities, right? Like, you local know, celebrities, local you know? celebrities, right, yes. or Philly's celebrities the- that are known and. You know, you don't even know that you right. who you sitting next to right, right, sometimes. Right. It's, it's true. Like my father, and shout out to House of Raouf, Raouf Atelier, TR7. I literally was like looking through my photos today and I'm just like, because we were uh, working on a production yesterday and I said it to the guy and I'm like, oh, you know House of Raouf? He's like, yeah, I know your pop. Yeah. And it's just like crazy to me because mm-hmm. in my mind, that's my pop. Yeah. Right. You get what I'm yeah. saying? But. In, in real life, like in the city yeah. of Philly no, and outside of Philly, right. like he go, no, you know, right. and it's a lot of people like that. That was mm-hmm. kind of like why we wanted to birth the Philly Culture Podcast. Right. 
not even just for the people doing it now, but for the people that been doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've been doing this since you was 21. You know what I'm saying? And, like, people that really been putting on for the city in the city. You know what I'm saying? We got the Meek Mills. We got the Jill Scotts. We got the Eve. We got all of the different celebrities. But there's still people that's, like you said, being celebrities here in the city putting on. And a big part is the culture. Right. The arts, the music, the fashion, and all of that. And keeping that here in the city. Yeah. And you don't gotta go to your town. You can go right in your neighborhood and still find that same experience and it be at a different top notch level or it could be at a regular level. You know what I'm saying? So I I definitely love that about the city of Philadelphia and how everybody has their uniqueness. Yeah. Um, you know, no matter what it is. Right. Um, you know, you you do got the crab in the barrel, you do got the um the, you gotta wait till it's popping. Yeah. To, right. The, yeah, the bandwagon. The bandwagon. Yeah, yeah. bandwagon. <laughs> but then you also right. had those ones that, like, I wanna stand out. I don't want, like, I know I was like that when I went to Germany. I'm like, I don't wanna dress like y'all all dressed right. off the ass. Like, yeah, you know like, what I'm saying? I, I don't know what the, I don't know if it's a, a diagnosed, but I have that. Like, I've had that all my life. <laughs> like, I don't, I, I literally feel weird <laughs> like y'all want to be like everybody yes, else right, yeah. right. like that's I, leadership those are i know we was talking earlier yeah. and i was telling you like in upper diary like i, I was a chameleon and, and what i meant by that it was just like <laughs> and it, it's kind of crazy to say what i think about it. it's like yo i hung out with a group of friends for like three months and then i switched and I hung out with another group of friends for another <laughs> three months <laughs> And it was like, it's not that I had no the beef, beef right. or anything like that. It was like, y'all doing the same thing. It's boring now. <laughs> I'm going to go chill over there and, like, learn something new and, and, yeah. and you know, vibe out right. with these things. And, like, I would never change who I was. Right. It was just changing the environment. I was like so I constantly. I knew everybody. I didn't hang with one particular no. group. I knew these people. I knew the geeks, the, the popular, whatever you want everybody. to call them. In everybody. between. Everybody. everybody. I just everybody. know everybody. So, you know, people, you know, it's funny because my family is kind of all of the same. Like, they just used to judge me. Like, mm-hmm. oh, why are you dressed like that? Why are you wearing that? And then <laughs> like next year, the, yeah, then everybody, next year, everybody they rocking me. Everybody rocking right. me. Right. 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 You was a trendsetter, pretty much. I, I was a trendsetter. Didn't you get that from my closet? Right. No, this is mine. Shout out to the funny trendsetter. Right. And my group was the same way. Like, we all was but we all was different. We all had different aesthetics right. but we also was the rough and tough good yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Dobbins was known yeah. for supposedly for our fashion and yeah. stuff when we was it was like what nah nah cause y'all was like the performing yeah, arts was, what we did hood, was like public a school school whatever oh, so you know that was something we did get dressed up yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah that was yeah. that was the wave so one of the uh, we do have a question a trivia it's not trivia but a question that we do like to ask our guests so what who who is somebody from Philly that inspired you or kind of like you know of the culture that inspired you? So like I had to think hard about this one, right? <laughs> really? Um, I I had to think hard about it because I didn't want it to be a generic answer right, yeah. because this person is like popular and. Also, too, I get it a lot. Like, I, I'm very similar to him. Okay. I feel like I know. Who do you think I'm about to say? I feel like Kevin Hart. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Like, I feel like yeah, Kevin Hart. Like, I get it all the time. And it's like, but, I mean, it's a compliment. He's, he's inspiring. He's inspiring. It's a compliment, but, like, 
I have my own style too. It's similar, but it's not the same. Promise, promise you. It's but, not the um, same. That's but I think same. it's also like I literally just was watching his though. his documentary, documentary right? Okay. And your hustle. And even like exactly. the lane that you, you're not a comedian, exactly. but the lane that you're in, in okay. the way that he hustled. Exactly. Oh, so like, it's, it, it, so like people see him now and it's like, they think of, I'm a little grown man. That's when he really pop. Yo, no. if you go back, he's in so many movies as a side he character, so as a, as a <laughs> soldier, <supported. laughs> right. and, and was funny as hell in them. But no one pays attention to that, right? And it's kind of like we talked about, like pre-production. Like, but you had to know that so many. So right. many people they want to be the person, right, right. the top dog right. from scratch. Yeah. From but right. you don't do the work. Right. You don't do what's necessary. You don't. You don't take the a step back. Like, yeah, it might be an ego trip. Yeah, you might feel like you're better, but it's not your time yet. Right. And and I, I or think that part it. of his story. I loved it. Okay. Like I love that part of his story. You know um, that yo he he hustled hard. I love the part of his story where... that even though he was from Airy Ave, and even though his brother was in the streets, mm-hmm. he was the one who had a schedule for nine to five. Right. You know what I'm saying? And even like in in his story, he talk about like you know I'm the actor, but is it, I'm trying to be out outside of the acting. I want to do the productions. I right, want to do this. Right. Like, kind of, and that's we another get into your too. story. And that's right? another part too, right? Another part is like, yeah, I do the hosting, right? And people automatically think like, yo, that's just, yo, you're just hype man. You just show up. Mm. I get on the mic, I jump up and down. Ha, 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 he, he. I just party. People right. think I just party. Mm. No, but you don't know when I'm sitting here with my clients and we're going over this program. Right. And I'm answering all their questions, there. giving them a, a, their advice. You see the big events. You see a great brunch, but you weren't there when I was here last night setting up these tables mm. just so that the, the setup can go quicker. Right. Um, you see, like, and people see my team, right? Right. Like, and that's a, the beauty, like... Yo, when I seen the part of the documentary when he walked out and he gave all his team cars, he I'm like, like I'm I want that. that! <laughs> I want to do that! Like, bro, it's like... And, and it's going to get there, but you know, for me, what I do sometimes is just like, um, I just make sure that they're known, they're seen, they're acknowledged. Right. You know, like, oh, you need DJ? Oh, I, I, I run with one of the best. Mm-hmm. Like, some of the best, let's go. Um, and to now see like my team get booked like yo my my um so I, I also I'm the president of KKM which is a um, Haitian organization I teach compa okay. dance class um, my co-president is just coming back from the Netherlands right now mm. like bro that's amazing <laughs> right you know right. like it, it, it I'm not gonna talk about business but like we we had long conversations about like just overcoming self-doubt and overcoming you know just like yo forget what other people saying like you start somewhere and you push forward you're gonna get somewhere else that's one of the things my old has always taught me like yo work hard yeah just work hard don't think that you gotta be the best all the time because even michael jordan didn't make the 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 team first yeah even kobe's always putting up shots because that is what makes that muscle memory. Right. So when you do get that big break, you do get that moment, you it's like go. clockwork for right. you now. Go mode, right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I do want to ask Kaiba, who is who's your Philly inspiration? Me? Um, <laughs> I got a lot. I mean, 
I grew up in the era. I mean, Kevin Hart is definitely one of them. I was going to say that too. Like, he definitely inspired me just being from the neighborhood. He went to high school with a couple of people I know. Like, I really, really, yeah. in the, I remember being in a club with him and him acting like super silly. It was like, man, don't go sit down. <laughs> <laughs> like, being serious because all the girls had on heels and he was like, this is everybody. It's, Come on, Kevin. Right. <laughs> acting silly. So, I would definitely say him being from just that's my neighborhood. I grew up, I used to walk past 16th and, you know, Aerie, all that, right. almost every day and things like that. So, uh, Kevin Hart, um, uh, I can't really think of anybody else right now, but it's a few, you know, I'm just, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's is Meek Mills. I'm from okay. the Meek Mills area. Yeah. Shout out to Young Bob right. um, because his shots was a big part of the culture for mm-hmm. us, which was the rap DVDs right. and mm-hmm. experience and seeing Dirty Young Bull Meek Mills yeah. out there rapping. Yeah, I remember, bro. But part. it was a hustle. Like, right. you know, like it was a constant hustle. And then when I was in college, he was performing in colleges. Mm-hmm. I went to Millersville University and came up to our college. And then to see like his mixtapes, mm-hmm. like the way how, how many mixtapes that he had and you hear them, you know, people repping them in different states. It's a mixtape. I remember right. the time when he first hit the radio, mm. and it was crazy. Mm, like, yeah. it was a crazy time, because it's like, people were still hearing him, you know? People, people had the mixtape to stand right, there. So right. you'd be walking down somebody's block, and they're playing music, and it's like, who that? That's right. what's bubbing. Oh, right. that's more Meek. But then when you hear him on the radio, it was like... Yo, me go to radio. <laughs> and then it, it, it's yeah. the consistency for yeah. me. Right. Like yeah. he has longevity. Right. You know, when you think about like like you said with Kevin Hart, like he go back, he has longevities of movies that Kevin right. Hart has been in that people right. don't even know about. That's what I think about with Meek Mills. Like I remember the first mixtape until now and it's a motive it's 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 like you hear the, the real life part in it. I hear the hurt in it. Like, I'm one of them people like, I know this brother. He going through and something. You know what I'm we saying? We watched him coming up, coming right. out of that. We watched him evolve. Right. From, and, you know, my backstory, I grew up around the corner from his team, some of his team members. His best friend is like a cousin to me. So, like, I remember it was like, like yeah. you know, all aspects of it just literally got it out the mud. Yeah, and I think that's what I, I love about Philly. You know, other other places could probably say the same thing but I think it was like we had them humanized moments right. with some of these people, people yeah. right. and was intimate yeah like we was just talking about like right. being a fan that's right. why for me I never was a fan because I feel like so many people came from Philly right. yeah. and it was like State property, y'all. And one y'all was time right we there. Was I lived in Nice I remember freeway riding past Germantown area. Yeah. The, the, the um whatever uh car he talking about in the song. <laughs> but I remember that. Like we, his, his I daughter. It, you know what I'm saying? I worked at Pickett. His daughter went to my school. And the oh, one wow, that passed the away. May she rest in peace. The thing that right. is crazy to me, right? Which is like a random tangent that I was just thinking about is like how we just discussed that in Philly there's there's random celebrities. Right. Right. <laughs> But I feel like with most people, they've never transcended because mm-hmm. they didn't get the support they should have. Right. Yeah. Because now everyone is, like, so scared to support. Like, I remember how much we all was behind Meek. Yeah. Like, it was just, it was just like how everyone is hype about the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. That's how it felt. Yeah. Like, it felt like 
like when he hit the radio, like it felt like every, it was the summertime. I remember it. Everybody was, was in the streets. We was riding the state property hard. You know? So it was like, yeah. I, like what, what happened? Why can't we support like that? I don't know. I think, you know, I don't want to take too much time away from you because I feel like you, what you're creating is a movement, right? Yeah. Like what Sisters with Agenda is creating is a movement. Right. Urban Queens is creating is a movement. You know, uh, Young Bob is creating is a movement. Like, we wouldn't be we all here together right now. Because of support. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Because of, you don't know me, but I reached out. I saw what you right. was doing. I wanted to celebrate you, right. spotlight right. you. Like, okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And even when we went to the Art Basel, I mean, well, the dreamscape? Yes, the dream space. I said escape. Yes. But that was I feel like that was a game. That was support right there in that building, giving people an opportunity to be spotlighted. And that's the whole beauty behind the Philly Culture Podcast. It's like, let's not forget the unity is there. Sometimes we can't see it because of what, you know, is is the mask that's put over us of all the death, the killing, the violence and all of that. But there's so many people, like, since we've been doing the podcast that just been like, huh, we want to help you with this. We want to help you with that. And it, like, literally I cried on my way to work this morning because I'm like, yo, like, people just see the consistency. And like you said, because that's how Meek Mills was able to be saved Mm -hmm. from the streets. People would be like, no, go this way. You know what I'm saying? Instead of, you know, going this way, we're not going to let you do that. Um, so, talk about, let's start with the events and the hosting, and then there's a mental health part that you touch on. So, let's do that. So, let's talk about the events that you, that you were able to create and when you first started, um, and then we get into um, your hosting, how you transition over to the hosting, and then the mental health spaces that you create. Okay. Um, uh, like I, I was telling earlier, like, I pretty much started, like, event organizing when I was 21. It all started with my 21 birthday party. Um, I put it together with a couple friends. They also were turning 21 around that time. And I was like, and it's like, it, it's funny because I am still the same person. I'm just continuously growing in <laughs> who I am. Right. Right? Because I could have just taken the spotlight. Right. But I was like, bro, y'all birthday's coming up? Y'all want to do this with me? Right. Let's just do it all together. That's, that's what I'm saying. That, that support. And like, we put it together. It was a Backlog, <laughs> like it was such a banger that really? we barely have footage. Oh wow! Because everyone fun. had a it good was, time, was, was, and I was like, "Dang, I don't even got footage of the, the thing that started it <laughs> all." Right. Um. And so from there, just people kept asking me to do this, that, and the third. Um. And I would always, you know, try my hand at certain things. I'm not gonna say every event that I've ever done has been successful. You know, I failed a lot. Um. There's been a lot of times where you know you transcend, you try something new and like there's five people in here. Yeah. And you expecting like a hundred or fifty. You know? So and that's the thing that people don't wanna they don't wanna go through. And and been through the fire, been through the rain. <laughs> so gotta like, go through it though. Now, you know, you just take you take the strides, you, you assess the risks, um, you assess the rewards, the impact, right? Because right? um, that's really my biggest my biggest thing, you know, uh, and I think that kind of sets me apart from a lot of other people is that, like, majority of everything that I've done, I, it's more so for impact, um, not for money. Yeah. Like, the money will come always, and right. it, it usually does. Um, like I said, it's not to say that I'm, I'm balling out. I'm not. Like, if people knew how much 
I gave them a discount on the regular mm. because of how much other people are like just sucking them dry mm. and not giving them the right. top tier experience they should. Right. Um, it would the tune would change, but I'm not here for recognition. I'm here to enrich your life. Yeah. You know, I want you to come out to one of my events and like. I don't want people to be like, oh, it was a great time. You're like, it was lit. No, I want to be like, yo, do you remember when that happened? <laughs> Fam, I lost my mind. No, no. <laughs> bruh, bruh, it was crazy. Oh, like, oh, you got pictures, video? Fam, I got this one snap. I'm sorry. It was, <laughs> I was time. in it. I, I was time. in it. The shorty did the what? And right. the where? Bruh, like, I want people to always, always describe my event. I want to see that smile like you talking about your first love. Mm. When you talk about it, that's a good that part. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, see, that's, that's, that's how he be pulling them contracts. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. And you know that's the standard. That's possible. That's right. the standard yeah, that I keep. That's the standard that I keep, and you that's what should. I've been. Um, and then just trying my hand at different things. Um, the, the resume is heavy. Um, regular parties, both in an event space or a club. Um, I've done. Um, birthday parties for other people done it for myself brunches galas fashion shows I put together um, I put together like when I say galas also church galas and because you know there's a difference right there's different parameters okay. that you gotta um, work around um, concerts I put together um, put together like are smoke. these like private events like people come to you for mm -hmm. the service okay mm -hmm. right. so, so like they come to me when I say come to me like these are private events like I curate and organize and put these together like a package um, or something or mm, just not, a... more so like my, myself okay, yeah, okay like I've done it for people like, for okay. the public so what they want come. right yeah. okay I do listen to my crowd I do listen to my people my, my, mm -hmm. uh, my um, you know my supporters and ways to tweak things to make better okay. for them. You know, like, hey, I, I love this, this, that, and third, but I don't really like this, that, and third. But then, you know, you, you, you take the meat, spit out the bones, because sometimes people be like, all right, you, you asking for a luxury couch, and I, <laughs> right. I can't get that to you. Right. Um, but I do make it better, and that's how I continuously grow. You know, I continuously grow because, one, I don't force people to always be there. Like, it, it's madness for you to think that, that every individual person that ever comes to your event has to make every time. Right. It's madness. Mm -hmm. So my job is to constantly, continuously grow and find new people and get new, newer people. And so when those older and newer people mesh, now it's a whole nother vibe. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, and then from there, my, my job is to make sure that every time you're in the spot, that you have an amazing time, that you want to come back. Awesome. Yeah. So that and that's the events and the hosting. So you just recently had an event this Sunday, mm -hmm. um, and you don't only provide space for the males for the mental health, but also for the women. So talk about how did you get into that? Because I hear a little bit of that coaching and that personal and professional, um, and like that that real individual experience. So talk about how did you get into creating spaces like that? Like what was the motivation behind? I think. It? First off, it was, to, and to be transparent, it, it, it all stems from me. Like, everything that I do and everything that I have my hands in and touch stems from me. Stems from my being, my soul, my, my, my vision. Mm -hmm. um, and it was a point where my vision wasn't as clear as it could have been because it was murky. It was toxic. It was, it, 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 was, it, it didn't have the substance that it needed to be. 
Um, and I wasn't taught to recognize it. I wasn't mm-hmm. taught that, you know, this isn't okay. Um, right. I was having panic attacks at work. And I'm just thinking, really? like, oh, I'm tired. Right. Like, I didn't know how to, like, figure it out. Like, I'm tired. But it was like, I'm... Have I'm dealing with anxiety at work, anxiety of putting this event together, anxiety with clients, right. and that's life. all yeah. in life, right? <laughs> My car just broke down. Right. You know, right. da, 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 da. I got a, I got an event that I got to host in New Jersey. <laughs> How am I getting there? Right. Like, and so like I didn't know any of that. Um, it wasn't until like um, you remove yourself out of certain situations that are toxic and are you know just detrimental to your health mm-hmm. that when you find that and and I call it like the benchmark right when you're in toxicness you don't have a, a zero right right and so I found my zero like right. oh this right. is peace and so now all the toxicity was like oh no I don't want to go back down right. there right. I ain't going back there <laughs> no we want to elevate right and so like once I, I found right. my pinpoint and that's and you know that's when I had to deal with myself. Right, One of right. the things with doing events and hosting all the time, I was constantly around people. Yeah. I was constantly around people, but yeah, I still felt so alone. Right. Mm. And it was, it. I, I avoided it. I avoided it. Right. I, I, I just kept filling the void with different mm-hmm. things, keeping busy. Um, and it, it was bad. It was real bad. Mm. And it wasn't until I started finding that peace, I started to now not fight the thoughts accept the thoughts okay. right because a lot of people that's what they do they fight their thoughts um it's not to say that when you accept it it has to be your reality right so my for instance one of the thoughts that i always struggle with is self-doubt right like i'm doing dope things right. but yet i don't think i can continue doing dope, dope things. things it was imposter weird syndrome. it was weird yes right. imposter syndrome mm-hmm. like so like and then it, and, and a shout out to the people right. that have always been around me that followed my journey that have always been close to me that to be that voice in my ear because those are the people that continuously push me like bro you just did you not like right. I was there do it like <laughs> trust me we here with you right. and so like you know that's all I would need to hear and I would keep pushing and from there finding more and more in like oh I need to work on this I need to work on that having interactions with women having interaction with guys and like this is weird like like as a bro I should be able to tell you you're messing up why are you right. lashing out at me like right. this is not healthy and right. you know going through all these these um, instances um, you take all this information in and then for me I'm dealing with people and so you recognize right. the you patterns it, right. and it's like Yo, Other people. What is going yeah. on? Oh, everybody dealing with this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what's, what's up? I see you because I know me. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, so. and now uh, I got to think about as I'm doing these events, I want people to have the best time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, what's up, bro? How you been? How you been? Oh, you know, man, I'm here. I'm hanging out. Yo, this is a great event, bro. Yo, you different from where you was before. Because I'm empath. You're not going to lie to me. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm read every part of anything that you're saying to me right now. So, yeah, bro, that, that, I'm like, nah, you, something's up. Right. And then I, 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 I compare it to the relationship I have with my, you know, my brothers, my, my homies, like my, my close ones. 
we talk about everything. We talk mm. about life, everything. Right. And it's not that we do it every day, but you know, I, I rent. I called my my business partner. He was sick the other day, and I called him the next day. I was like, "Yo, bro, like you good though? Like I just want to check in on you." We had a two hour conversation, <laughs> just, <from> just <laughs> checking in and talk about different and things and like, da 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 da. And you know, after those talks, you feel so light. Yeah, you feel so so. Oh, all right, all right. I, yeah. can, I can move on. I can, you know. And now I think about how Keep many going. dudes that are, ugh. Yeah. Because nobody to talk to. All in the show. Nobody to talk to. Nobody to, they feel like they can thing. open up to. Yeah. Nobody they can just be like, bro, I'm not okay. Yeah. And so, like, that was the inspiration behind the men's mental health event. That's that's why I started that. Mm. Um, Like, literally just having conversation with my dudes and just like and also seeing guys who you know have been around me more that seeing that transition in them where it's right. like you know i have a couple people on my team my homies like yo like starting off like yo bro i love you all right cool <laughs> and it was weird for them and i could tell and i made it weird still you know, i love you bro like i love you bro, my girlfriend right. was like that i was like why you keep telling me yeah like, yeah can you stop doing that <laughs> no. but now i get it right. you know what i'm saying and sometimes you gotta be able to be shown the other way you know so i appreciate you for creating spaces yeah. like that now do y'all call it healing or what, what do y'all call it this like what you mean that's for the for the men for the men yeah I, I call it healing i call it vent i I'm not, I don't put, put too much name, name on it. That's why I just call space, it space. mental right. health. Right. That's it. I don't want to put it. And even for like how I curate it, like, it's not just because there's a lot of like mental health things going on. Right. It's yeah. like, yo, I'm not going to say I'm an advocate. To, I, I have gone through the journey and I see my fellow people who are struggling in it too. And I'm doing my part because if I say I want to be for the community and I'm a person of the people, I cannot sit here and see the people and ignore the people. Right. I want for my brother what I want for myself. Exactly. And I can't say, Yo, hey, come to my party. Come to my party. Right. And knowing that you're dealing with trauma. Right. Knowing yeah. that you, you're dealing with anxiety. That's dope. And it's, it's weird. It's, it, it'd be weird for me to do it. Yeah. I, it doesn't sit right in my spirit. And then you put on for the sisters. Yeah, because the sisters, because like I said, right, my, my, my peoples talked to me. They, they was like, oh, this is so dumb for the men. But what about the women, though? And I'm like, bro, we can't have nothing. So I, I was like, you know what? All right, bet, bet, bet. Because, yeah, yeah. It's funny because um, yesterday as we were riding home from one of our other um, interviews, we were saying how, like, black men supporting black women mm -hmm. um, and creating safe spaces where we don't feel like the brother's trying to talk to us, mm -hmm. the brother has a hidden agenda, there's right. no manipulation because you know in the history of black people is the women we, we, we supporting in the back in the background so it's funny when I see you doing the event because he's like yeah you know I gave them, gave the women the room and they in there talking and talking and talking <laughs> yo yo I, all I heard I couldn't hear nothing all I heard was when everybody got loud laughing that's it but then it's like bro, that's like there's a thing right now that is it, it, is said but it needs to be heard and understood Men, sometimes you need to stay out of women's business. Yeah. Just, just, 
Bro, just let and it. vice versa. Vice versa. And, vice versa. and that's why you I love that saying? you created that space for yeah. the men right. as well. Yeah. But right. just also you creating a safe space for women. Like, okay, I'm going to curate this event, but I'm going to also leave and, and you let know, let y'all do right. your thing, right. you know. And, and then also give other women a platform right. as well. So right. I appreciate right. you yeah. for that. It was, um, it, was, it, was, it was amazing. Like, And even when I came back for like the, the closing, I felt the room different. Oh, nice. You know, it, it just felt oh. calm. And it was like, oh, look at y'all. <laughs> and then it's like, it's, it's dope to see, it. like, certain people came with certain friends, so they all, like, with their friends. Right. But then at the end, everybody's, oh, let me get your information. Okay. <laughs> 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 Yo, that's, that's what that's I live what for. Mean. That's what I live right. for. That's what I live that's for. Good. Well, we appreciate you. No uh, we appreciate you what you're doing in the community. Oh, so we're going to wrap it up. No doubt. Yes. Appreciate y'all for having me. So tell us uh, what we can look forward to from Shazam Ooh. and how everybody can find you Instagram, Facebook, or everything. Um, as of now, it's just been the list just keeps growing, and I'm very grateful and very Booked and busy and, around and here. Very just like That's what you want to do. it's it's <laughs> like this right now. But um, like I said before, I stay ready, so I don't gotta get ready. So I'm ready mm. for it. Yeah. Um, and this is what this is the consistency that a lot of people have been looking for. Um, I'm glad that my life is aligned, so I can continue to do it. So we have you know kicking in dance classes coming up. We have the uh, Battle of the Sexes, which will be the conjoined co-op okay. um, mental health event March 12th. Okay. Um, we have another speed dating event coming up, so um, look out for that. My monthly brunch is going to start back up again in March, so just look out for just another brunch. And then my uh, my flagship brunch, Boogie Down Brunch, is coming up too. <laughs> okay. um, I have a lot of hosting gigs, a lot of different things. Um, I usually tell everybody to go to my social media, click yeah. the link in my bio, so that, and I have all the things in chronological order that we have. My thing right now, I've been telling people, like, yo, go shopping, because I want to curate so many different things. <laughs> Be ready, yeah. You, you get tired of doing this the same. So like, you don't yeah. have to get it. <laughs> exactly. So um, it's, 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 it's all there. It's all there in my, in awesome. my bio. Um, so to, to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram. It's my main platform. That is S H A A Z A A M underscore. Don't forget the underscore. All right. Don't forget it. So I'll say it again. It's S H A A Z A A M underscore. And you should not forget the underscore. Um, I'm also on TikTok. I'm on um, Twitter. Um, you can also type in the same Shazam. It will pop up on TikTok. It's Shazam P R O D, which is productions. Um, and then on uh, Twitter is also the same thing. Shazam, try to keep everything the same. Um, everything that I do or I'm, I'm affiliated with is all in my bio, and so you'll see it. You know, Shazam Productions, my personal brand, KKM. If somebody got to do it, um, Sandy Hill Events. The link has everything, so it's readily accessible for everything that you need. Um, you have any questions about anything, feel free to reach out. Um, I love answering questions. Um, read though. That's the only thing I tell people though. <laughs> Read first, right. and then ask the questions. Because that's fair. I be so I be fair. having the answer right, right there for you, right there, right it's there. You, and I'll read. All you, you gotta know. do is take take your time. And then right. you go halfway down the page. Yeah, fact, it's fact. But besides that, um, 2023 is already looking like a, a very spooky year, 
Um, and I ain't scared of it. So okay. we're gonna uh, we're gonna do what we can. Stay ready, so you ain't gotta get ready. That's yeah. what you said. Yeah. Somebody yeah. gotta do it. Exactly. Somebody gotta <laughs> do it. Not me. <laughs> well, thank you all yes. for tuning in to another episode of the Philly Culture Podcast. You can find us on all streaming platforms: YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon. And all the other platforms. Um, so stay tuned in. We have some more stuff coming for you all. So thank you all for tuning in. Yes, sir.